Hello, you've tuned in to Intercourse with Friends, the podcast that won't help you find friends with benefits, but it may well be the climax of your week. I'm one of your hosts, Megan, and with me are my two friends, George and Pickle. How are you guys today? Uh, hello, my name is George. How's it going, George? Hello there. Hello. <laughs> Someone's, um, someone said I sound like... Um... Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah. So, hello I there. thought you were going to say Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Pickle, your respirator's making noise again. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. That'd, that'd be the iron, iron lung that he's in. <laughs> it's a uh, jar, actually. Yeah, pickle. <laughs> oh, yeah, the pickle jar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pickle jar. There you go. So how are you guys doing? Do, do you have any news for me? Any info? Tell me about your deepest and darkest symptoms. Symptoms? symptoms. Tell me your, <laughs> tell me your <laughs> deepest and darkest wishes and desires. Megan has <laughs> symptoms on the brain because she knows I sound like I've got some sort of sickness. So, <laughs> The Symptoms is actually one of my favourite TV programmes about dyslexics. The Symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible paraphrase of a joke I think I said um, once, like a guy goes into the doctor's with an ear, ear problem. The doctor says, what are the symptoms? And he goes, uh, Marge, Homer. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of leaves to um, clean up, which sounds really, really boring, but it's really, really fun. It's, it's, it, fall is in full swing here in southern Ontario and the colours are looking great, but now my entire front garden is completely covered. So um, I've got some raking to do. So I was just going to ask, how do you clean up your leaves? So you rake them manually. With his toes, he picks them up individually. <laughs> <laughs> On my hands and knees, between my teeth, one at a time. <laughs> how endearing. <laughs> um, no, my wife, um, her favourite method is to use the lawnmower to just sort of mulch them into the ground, which kind of works to a point, and then after that, it doesn't work anymore. So, um, yeah, we, we have a number of different tactics when you're talking about this volume of leaves. Okay, and what is your favourite tactic? Uh, my favourite tactic is to get my daughters to do it. That is a good tactic. As they go, that's pretty good. Yeah. What's yeah. the going wage now for uh, raking leaves? Food and board. Oh, okay. You know, room and board, as you say. Right, okay. So basically, the basic needs of survival is the payment method. Wow. You let your daughter survive in exchange for clean lawn. I mean, it's not fashionable to have, you know, um, a slave in your house, but, you know. Mm, okay. <laughs> fashionable, ethical. <laughs> <laughs> so, child services, are they different in every county in Canada? Or is it just one number for the whole of Canada? Or how does that work? <laughs> Next week it's going to be, hi, you're listening to Intercourse with Friends with me my, and my other co-host, Megan. Pickles, Pickles gone. <laughs> he, was, he was arrested. Pickles no longer going to be on the show. And, uh... Coming to you live from Canada's prison. <laughs> um, Canada, as if Canada has one big prison for the whole of Canadians because they're so polite. Yeah, they are very polite over here, yeah, so... We don't, we don't need more than one prison. But I mean, this is like, like, a, like a Northern European prison, which is essentially just like a big open university campus and people can just come and go. Oh, right. Okay. That's good. It's a terrible prison if they don't keep people there. Like if you don't have to stay there, it's a terrible prison. It's always a good prison, but it's also terrible. Yeah. So how, how have you been guys, how have you been guys doing? How, have you learned how to speak English yet? I haven't. How have you been guys doing? So what, what have you been? What have you been, guys, doing this week? Yeah. <laughs> what have you been, guys, doing? Wait, what? Have you been doing, guys, this week? Not many. 
Not, not as many as usual. <laughs> How have guys been doing you this week? <laughs> well, I'm actually curious, Pico, because I, I know I was talking to you during the week. You said that all of your activities aren't taboo. You never elaborated and you faded into the distance. And I just wanted to uh, kind of clarify because I don't know if I want to be your friend anymore. It, it was misconstrued. So it, it basically it was the suggestion because I thoroughly enjoyed our um comp contest radio contest game last um podcast last week uh, and i was thinking that we could actually play a game um of taboo but not call it taboo for copyright reasons um and we could do that <laughs> here on the call so basically the idea is that you know i had to let, let's say you have to describe how to to bake a cake but you're not allowed to use certain words like oven uh, temperature flour stuff like that and see how far how far we could get and if that would be funny or not Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we should call it unmentionable. Unmentionable, that would be good. Yep. Right, so George, so if if I had, if I told you, describe the process of, let's say, making a cake. We'll go with the original example, but you're not allowed to say oven, you're not allowed to say flour, you're not allowed to say uh, sugar or bake, obviously. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and describe to me how you would bake a cake. Take ingredients, mix in a bowl, put in a hot thing until ready to eat you're a genius i don't yeah. know how you did that yeah that's, that's, stick, that's stick candles in it stick candles in it at the end yeah in, in my mind that was going to be more of a challenge <laughs> and maybe it should be something like you have to tell me what a cake is without using the words cake or mm. rather than the process of doing something english is such an easy language to swap words out you know yeah all right well we'll evolve this game <laughs> sorry I didn't, I didn't mean to beat you on the first level <laughs> oh you crushed it it was, it was awesome I'm, I'm very impressed so i want to play a segment for you guys that was on local radio of something similar but the woman who was involved with this um just made pure balls of it but also the man who was describing the things made made, made it very difficult for her so it was, it was quite funny i just want to play it for you guys and uh you can see it it, it can go wrong very quickly. <laughs> Dairy products, drink from... Butter milk. No, no, not buttermilk. <laughs> uh, mice like us, mouse, mice like us, mouses. Butter, no, cheese, cheese, cheese. Cheese, correct, okay. Uh, a snooker table has six of these. Um, also, a man, man, <laughs> man has two of these oh. in his... No. <laughs> no. No. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, uh, this is, it's like, it's a, a four-legged animal that lives out in Africa. It's, it's like a... Um, um, horse. What? Uh, race, no, a race horse? No, a horse? No, no, it's got stripes. Uh, they didn't suit you, Sarah. Um, oh, so next time, you may come on again in, in a few weeks' time. Oh, think, that's pretty good. I'm much better assist when I'm listening in. Think, think carefully about who you get to give you the clues the next time, okay? A four-legged animal living in Africa could well be a racehorse. It wasn't the one you oh, were looking God. for, though. Sarah, oh, okay. you got 11. Okay. Well done. How unlucky, though. No. Uh, the other one that you didn't get, so you... Oh, pockets. I was looking for pockets. A snooker table is six of these. You said balls. Which, easy mistake, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you have cheeks ever hurt from smiling so much. So it, it, it could turn into something like that where you get it terribly wrong, but also you could have someone giving you very bad clues, like a four-legged animal in Africa. Hmm. Yeah, I was, like, even if we do go with the native African animals, that's still a lot of choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, good idea, Pickle. Okay, well, we can work on that. We can work on that. What's your biggest fear? Uh, uh, sudden questions. 
Um, well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to tell the listeners, otherwise they'll just get ambushed with all these like fear-inducing things, right? Yeah, if you're like James Acaster or whatever, you say cabbages, then they'll just yeah. like mail you cabbages forever. Exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm afraid of money. <laughs> oh, that's <a> good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not particularly good with spiders, and I, I was. Um, I have I have been terrified by heights and like. For, for a while I, I was pretty terrified but I, I started climbing to try and get over that fear and it actually really helps so I'm kind of waiting to um, uh, I'm trying to pluck up the courage to start picking up spiders and stuff to get over that fear but it's it's not the fall that kills you it's the sudden stop <laughs> and no one's, no one's afraid of falling you're afraid of hitting the ground yeah that's true unless you're a squirrel squirrels can't fall to their deaths but like if you put a squirrel in a big enough fall it would take 42 hours for it to die, but it would die of starvation. Wow. That's um, terrifying. What about you, Pico? What's your, what's your biggest fear? Uh, mastering cling wrap. Oh. I'm getting an inkling of a feeling that you've done it wrong deliberately and said you're terrible at it so that you never get asked to do it again. And by, by if you improve at it, it will become your daily job and therefore you're trying to avoid that. Yeah, my wife's favourite drink in the world is tea obviously she's british but um she's crap at making it and i think she does it on purpose so that i always make the tea she's she's a smart lady it's she a good thing your wife lady. is listening to this podcast <laughs> now you'll never ever get away with anything <laughs> yeah well he gave her he gave her a comment last week so he has to give her an insult this week <laughs> yeah i mean it's the yin and the yang of life megan what what are you afraid of um I think probably spiders as well, to be honest. I walked into the toilet and the other day and there was this spider on the wall. And it's not even that it was big, like, you know, when you see a spider and like they can be big in like body and they look really big then as a result, but they're actually quite small. So yeah. it was one of those like big bodied spiders, you Ooh. know, not the really big ones with the like skinny legs or whatever. I was in, on the toilet. I was just minding my own business. And um <laughs> This spider is there. And I was like, oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I I shot myself. But luckily, I was sitting on the on toilet. toilet. So yeah. it worked out okay. <laughs> that doesn't count as shitting yourself. That just counts as shitting. <laughs> Voluntary evacuation. <laughs> we keep the window open all the time because the dryer vent goes out through the window. Okay. The dryer, obviously, is in the downstairs bathroom. And... Um, so, I don't know, have you guys ever seen that segment of, of where the, the little kid is singing into the camera and the mum opens the door and she's like, which one of you has had a shit and they don't flush it? Disgusting. <laughs> so right. I had this song stuck in my head that was that goes like heavy boobs, heavy boobs, dense like dying stars. I've got these heavy boobs, heavy boobs. I can't run real far. Right. So I kinda left the door a little ajar and I was singing this song, Heavy Boobs, kinda loudly. And like <laughs> <laughs> and my partner walks past, you know, and then like suddenly opens the door and shouts in disgusting <laughs> and the window of the downstairs bathroom is open our neighbors are literally i'd say about five feet away from us and i'm sure one of them was outside in the garden at the time so anyway a fine constellation of events have led to the neighbors not talking to us anymore uh, and, I don't know why. Turns out they're moving house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a for sale sign. I don't know where they came from. 
Yeah. So, um, so we we've been ostracized in the in the local community, which is suits me because I'm a bit of a recluse. So when you like go into the local pub, you know, you open the door, you walk in. Does everyone just stop drinking and look at you and? Basically, like, like, yeah. the, like the saloon in the Western film. Yeah, the, pia- the piano stops. They're like, "That's the girl with the heavy boobs," and I'm like walking, like with like a kind of a hunchback, you know. <laughs> or lady yeah. who gets chastised by her partner about what she does in the bathroom in the privacy of her own bathroom. I know. I mean, I mean, all I want to do is sing about my heavy boobs. <laughs> How did we get onto um, heavy boobs from spiders? Oh, we were talking oh, about think... purging from our bottoms. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because <laughs> at the very start, I thought you were going to say I was walking, I walked into the bathroom and there was a spider there. And it said, get out, I'm having a shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if a spider spoke to me, I think that would be the end of me, I think. I don't know. Would it be a good thing or a bad thing? Because surely they'd be able to explain stuff like, like, don't worry, I'll just sit in the corner over here. I won't do anything to you. I'd be quite happy with that <laughs> if a spider could talk. See, it's when you see them and then you turn away and you turn back and they're not there anymore. That's that's the scary thing about spiders. Yeah. Do you kill spiders when you see them, Megan? No comment. You, okay, I, I mean, that's a yes. I, I'm, I'm a pro, <laughs> pro spider person. I, I, I like spiders. As, as afraid as I am, if they're massive, I'll try and move them outside. If they're smaller, I'll tend to just leave them be. But like uh, for, for the longest time, like a few years ago and stuff up until a couple of years ago I would kill them if I saw them but the worst ones to kill are the ones on the ceiling because if you miss they drop off the roof oh, and, then, yeah. and then you better find somewhere to stand pretty quickly otherwise your room yeah they, they own the floor now that's that's the well that's their room that's, that, that's yeah, the spider's room now yep I'll so, come back another day which is terrible <laughs> when it's your bedroom <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've just looked up six strategies to overcome fear and uh, this is a US website, just putting it out there. Um, and some of the steps include use your imagination in positive ways, which I couldn't imagine would help me conquer my fear of spiders because using my imagination in a positive way would probably end up in disaster. <laughs> your imagination just puts the spider in your room, but with six knives in each of its hands, yeah. running, running on two legs like, like an octopus. Yeah, I went the other way. I, I went <laughs> to Harry Potter, that scene, you know, where the, the spider gets, gets roller skates on its feet. and Oh, um, God, yeah. imagine. And it's like, practice mindfulness. Uh, use nature as your therapist. I'm like, what the fuck? Nobody's got time to do this shit when there's a massive spider staring you in the face. Okay, mindfulness. Uh, this is like the non-business version of you know maximize synergy through blah 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 blah, blah buzzword. You know, bingo. Yeah. That's fun. What does that even mean? Come on. Aren't you supposed to like ban Kinder eggs or something like that to assuage your fears in America? <laughs> You've got to be choking. <laughs> so there's. I found out there's a there's a two thousand five hundred dollar per Kinder egg fine. If you try and take one into the US, and I was no reading way. a story, true story. Uh, I was reading a story about a couple from Vancouver who happened to have a box of six Kinder eggs in their car no when they went way. south, got pulled over. These Kinder eggs were discovered, um, and they were threatened with, you know, uh, hang on, crap at math, um, 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 fifteen grand, fifteen thousand, yeah, worth of <laughs> <laughs> that took way too long. I'm still trying to work it out, so. Imagine that, like, and this is the country that like literally sells 
guns for children, like aimed at, well, aimed at children is probably not the best thing to say, but designed for children. <laughs> I think I think the principal difference is one's like, one has to be handled badly to be dangerous, whereas the other one just has to be put in your mouth wrong. <laughs> which, which, to be fair, a gun could also be put in your mouth wrong and be potentially dangerous. I don't know why they banned, banned Kendricks. Yeah, you got me there. Yeah, I mean, they are comparable. Um <laughs> I like the idea that in, in places in the like some places in the U- UK and stuff like that, you know, at times they'll have like knife amnesties and stuff like that when people can hand knives in with no consequences. And like, you know, I, I like the idea that potentially in the US there's these kinder egg amnesties where people can drop <laughs> these chocolates off and no one gets charged. <laughs> um, so pineapples. Uh, you know, most people think it's just this kind of delicious fruit, and they would be partially right. So, like, they're the only source of this thing called brom- bromelain or something in the world. Uh, and they uh, basically, it's like this enzyme that digests proteins. So, have you guys ever eaten loads of pineapple and then, like, you get tingly lips? No. No? Oh. Pickle? But I've eaten gun off pineapple and it tastes fizzy. Yeah, so does orange juice and strawberries. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, if you ever eat loads of pineapple and stuff and you get tingly lips, it's because the pineapple is also eating you. Oh, what? I heard about that. It digests you, doesn't it? Yeah, like it, it digests protein, this uh, enzyme. and like it was Really? Does yeah. it make you lose weight? <laughs> I think it's meant to be one of the superfoods, isn't it, like pineapple? Um, oh, pineapple, here I come. <laughs> I was going to say, people all over the world are like, oh my God, this is. I'm going to pin my hopes on this. <laughs> so, Q global pineapple shortage. It turns out they can probably be quite lucky. I mean, like I know that there was there was a story of this one guy in World War One who um, he spent his entire life savings on like loads of tins of pineapple, um, and then he like ate them all the day before the Battle of the Somme, and he was so violently ill that he missed the Battle of the Somme and survived. Some people shoot themselves in the foot. Some people eat all the pineapple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a fruity escape. Well, this makes sense actually. I'm looking at a web page uh, about pineapples and, and bromelain. I don't know how to say it. Bromelain. Bromelain. That's the one. Yeah. Bromelain. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's also this now has triggered a memory about when I was learning how to cook meat in a certain way. It, it helps tenderize meat, so you can put pineapple slices in with your steaks and leave it for yes. a while. It's certain okay. certain meats do better with pineapple. I think yeah, yeah I think exactly, yeah, yeah. I think it's something like beef does really well with papaya, and pork does okay. well with pineapple. I think there's a couple there's differences in which meat you should use and which fruit there is. Uh, pineapples get even more interesting. Even more, I know. <laughs> uh, so um, when they were first kind of discovered, they became like a status symbol, like a symbol of like wealth and like um, how rich you were. And um, obviously, they're very hard to grow in places that aren't tropical and humid so people would like people who had wealth and things that would actually like build these massive pits and they would grow pipe they would put fires at the bottom of these pits and they would grow pineapples in these humid pits and um people would take them to parties and stuff like just like you know wealthy (laughs) pies they would take them to parties they wouldn't eat them they wouldn't eat them they would just carry them around as a symbol of their wealth who needs gucci when you've got a pineapple (laughs) when (laughs) Uh, when it came to actually getting pineapples, obviously uh, people people could grow them, but if you could if you wanted to, you could buy them. But they they would cost about the same amount as a small carriage. So you, you if you had the choice, you know, like transport wow. or pineapple. Oh, you mean a small <laughs> carriage? I thought you meant a small garage. I was like, I don't think people back then had garages anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, well they did to park the pineapples. 
That is very interesting. I had a joke. Um, Tell us. For, the, for, for the listeners, for the listeners, it's not for you guys. Um, oh. uh, <clears throat> uh, well, then they can fucking laugh at you. Then, can't we they? won't laugh in protest. <laughs> so this is a uh, this is a joke for all the mind readers out there. Uh, okay. Um, that's George. <laughs> George. 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 Um, I really thought someone would laugh. No, I'm sure they are inwardly. Someone's laughing. Yeah. Oh, zero yeah. percent of our listeners are laughing. <laughs> What's the difference between a nun in a church and a nun in a bath? Oh, God. I mean, maybe. Um, uh, <laughs> one, <laughs> Megan, do you know? Um, nuns don't take baths. It's a trick question. Wow. Um, no, one's, <laughs> <laughs> one's, got, one's got hope in a soul. The other one's got soap in a hole. <laughs> Two nuns were in the bath, actually, and one of them said, where's the soap? And the other one said, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's terrible. Uh, wears it down. Are they using the soap? What? You know, they're, they're using the soap to <sighs> be closer to, <laughs> to, be closer to God. <laughs> oh, no, I still don't get it. No, it was good last time you did. That was good. You had me convinced. I thought you got it for a second there. Yeah. It's my naivety, I think. So, Pickle, um, I'm going to ask you a question and I just want your honest answer. Um, okay. Well, okay, hold on. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Intercourse with Friends. We post episodes every Tuesday on all the major podcast platforms. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email on intercoursewithfriends at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at instagram.com slash intercourse with friends. Have a great week. Until next time, see you next Tuesday.